I'm Scott Sanders. And I'm Derek Hanna. Welcome to The One Thing, a podcast designed to give you one solid practical tip for Gospel Centre ministry every week. And Scott, you've had a uh, little bit of a birthday recently. I have, Derek. Oh, big, what was it? You tell us. Uh, 4-0, a bit of a milestone. Oh, that is a milestone. I still haven't got your present. You still haven't got me a present? No, your present oh, from you. Oh, that's how it works. Yeah, okay. That's true, actually. Still waiting. Yeah, yeah. you'll keep waiting. <laughs> keep waiting. That's good. Now, the one thing's brought to you with thanks to Geneva Push, the Australian Church Planning Network, and you press play on episode 27, how to use social media for your church. How do you use social media for the church? Look, I, to be honest, I'm not the guy to ask about this. Everyone is on social media except me. Except Derek. Except me. I so you're not on the Facebook? No, not on the Facebook. You don't. You do have an Instagram post, though, but you don't like to tell people about it. No, well, I don't use it anymore. Oh, you used to. Now you're off that as well. Yeah, I'm off that as well. Yep, yep. Uh, I don't use the interwebs very much. Facebook Messenger? Don't use it at all. WhatsApp? I don't even know what that is. WhatsApp, it's a very frustrating app. But all the young app. people below 40 all are using it. All the young people... Uh, all the young people are using it. Yeah. Well, it's a really important question, and helpfully, we're not going to be hearing from Derek. Mm, uh, we, we've got a, a great guest on today, uh, Gus McCowart. He's in that generation that has grown up with socials and the Facebook and other things. <laughs> uh, but importantly, he's been utilising it in church for a number of years, and he's got lots to say. So, uh, Gus, welcome to The One Thing. Thanks, Scott. Surrounded by two grandpas here. Looking forward. <laughs> oh, thank you. <laughs> oh, my Cheeky. goodness. Cheeky. Last yeah. time on The One Thing for you. Yeah, yeah that's right. Yeah. <laughs> now, Gus, uh, Gus works as the marketing and communications and support raising director or manager for Geneva Push. Yeah, I'm liking these promotions. Just keep going, Scott. <laughs> and he's been involved in a number of church plants. And from the start, he's helped them think through, well, how do you actually use social media to reach people outside your church? So, so when you're thinking through social media, where, where do you start? Yeah, I think uh, it's a big space, right? And there's different levels of engagement across uh, everyone, right? Derek barely uses it. Scott, I haven't seen a post from you in a while. But some people are all over it, posting every meal that they possibly have. And so I think the first thing you want to start with as a church is actually knowing who your audience is. Uh, and that's the first thing to start with is if you're even going to start to think about using social media, regardless of what channel you use, is if you don't know your audience, you don't know how you're going to communicate, you don't know who you're communicating to, and you don't know what you're going to say. And so the most important thing you need to start with as a church is sit back for a moment and in the same way that you're trying to reach your local area, what's it look like for you to know them online? How, what's it look like for you to communicate in a way that appreciates who they are and the way that you communicate speaks to their heart? So is that like, I live in Arncliffe in Sydney and, uh, and we've got a number of, we've got an Arncliffe, you know, 2205, we've got a, a Rockdale Unite you know, sort of community page. And then we've got a Rockdale against, you know, everything. <laughs> against page, Arncliffe everything. page. <laughs> <laughs> it, it is like, they're great. They're great sources to, you know, pick up stuff to see what's going on in the area when the cops have come around, when there's been a shooting, uh, when the helicopters and you know are going around. Is that what you're sort of, you know, talking about in terms of knowing your audience and understanding <laughs> what's going on in the local community? Yeah, that might be helpful for knowing your local area, Scott. It's, uh, yeah, that's helpful. What you want to start with is actually even take a step back from that and go, how is everyone in our existing, potentially as a church plan, for example, how's our core team using it? What's the makeup of our church to start with? And what's the group that we actually want to want to reach? Because the, the second main thing is, let's start with that knowing your audience, but the second hat you want to wear with social media is going... I want to wear that mission hat. I want to reach that the people that we currently don't have within our church. And so thinking through 
who are the connections that we have within our church at the moment and how might they be able to reach those that are around us? So that's good. So I want to dig into that because yep. part of the thing that I do hate about social media, which is why I don't use it, it feels narcissistic. And I don't need any more help being narcissistic. I just feel like that is our default and it helps. But you know, it can be used helpfully. And so as you're thinking through goals for social media in your church, what are you, what are you thinking? The, the key thing you want to focus on is, is what it looks like to build community as part of that. Take the good of it. There is a lot of good that's in social. That's a lot of what Facebook's trying to focus on, for example. At the moment, their recent F8 conference was all about saying, what's it look like to build groups and community? And Mark Zuckerberg's big phrase is time well spent. And so that's what they're trying to push out and roll out. And we can actually embrace that as churches and say, yeah, what does it look like for us to use this well as a community? How as a church do we reach those that currently don't know about Jesus? And how do we encourage them, help them to be able to come along into church to make that first step almost digitally per se Mm. through the front door of a church? So that's what you mean by mission hat? Yeah, in the same way that you're wearing a mission hat of going, okay, we've got an upcoming evangelistic event or we've got carols or whatever it happens to be, wear that same hat when it comes to social media, when it comes to your website. Any digital property is the same way of saying, how do we make it as less worrying about setting foot inside of a church to start off with. That can be a really daunting progress for so- thing for someone to do right out front. But you want to you start by making that as easy as possible. And so social media can form a really big part of saying, hey, here's the faces that you might see on any, any given Sunday. Here's what we get up to. Here's what you're going to expect. Here's what people wear. All of that kind of stuff can be really helpful mm. at disarming them and helping make that process that little bit less daunting as they set foot in church for the first time. So that's what I mean when I say a mission hat can be really helpful to get people in the door. Hmm. So Derek sort of raised the, you know, here's what to look out for. You know, you don't you don't want to be narcissistic with it, drawing attention to yourself, but you but you helpfully saying, well, you do so that you can draw attention to Jesus. It's about saying, here's something that we're doing. Here's what we're a part of. And we're inviting you to be a part of it. Yep. So it doesn't mean that, I have to go out and kind of show you, hey, here's what I'm having for breakfast, lunch and tea, and here's my kids, and here's every facet of my life. What we're actually saying as a church is saying, here's who we are, here's who our identity mm-hmm. is, and we're going to invite you to come and be a part of this. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a there's an incredible ability for social to be leveraged to reach so many more people than we always have, right? We've kind of got the old six degrees of separation. What social has actually done is brought that down to 3.5 degrees of separation. It's literally 3.5 degrees of separation We've got 2 billion users on active users per month on Facebook at the moment across the world. They're separated by 3.5. That's the degree of separation compared to what you used to think as, as 6. What does that do to the Kevin Bacon factor then? Because he used to be, you know, six degrees. Sever- it used to be how many degrees from separation from Kevin Bacon? I think I'd have to edit that one out because we've got the millennials listening. Oh! So they don't know who Kevin Bacon is. Oh. Not everyone grew up My eyes wanting to be over, Kev- Kevin Bacon and, you know, interact with Footloose and all that sort of stuff. Now we are we are running out of time, and so we do need to get to the toolbox. So the tool toolbox toolbox. Um, so I've got some great goodies uh, for us today. Here's my top three must-have resources for engaging with social media. Well, the first is uh, is a church in a box course, uh, communications and IT course on church in a box. There's a great lineup of uh, of Australian speakers who can help you think through uh, loads of these questions and and other other tools that you can use to actually engage your community uh, well. The uh, the second resource is a, a new organisation called New Front Door. Uh, they've been set up to actually help churches uh, in this space with websites, uh, thinking through their social media presence uh, and also uh, helping them with databases and, and other technology for the local church. The final one is um, 
Well, Gus has talked about knowing your audience. Well, how can you know your audience well? Two websites, the ABS Quick Stats, great website, to, just to sort of get an understanding of the demographics in your community. Data comes out obviously every five years, but really helpful to, to check into that. The other one is uh, a website called ID.com. They've got a number of more detailed reports that uh, local councils use to, uh, to, to better understand their local community. Well, Gus, thanks for helping you sort of situate the topic. I, I really want us to, to focus sort of now on, well, what does it actually look like to engage helpfully in the social media space? How, how would you encourage a church to do that? Yeah, I think the, the big change we're seeing in a lot of social at the moment, like I said before, the most important thing is time well spent. That's meaning they're saying when you log on to social media on Facebook, on Instagram, which are both Facebook-owned properties, they want that to be focused around the relationships that you've got. They want to show you your friends. They want you to actually enjoy using social again rather than getting bombarded. You know, we're getting a lot of advertisements from Facebook. They're doing a big media buy of saying, come back, come spend your time here. And so for brands, for churches, for companies, they're deprioritizing those in terms of how much they are seen. And so what I'm encouraging churches to do at the moment is to actually say, if you don't have much of a big audience, let's say under a thousand likes, low engagement at the moment, you're better to focus your time in doing big splashes and making those really tight and really well done rather than lots of little splashes along the way. So content is still important. If you're able to resource things, sure, that's always great to be able to continue to you know, have a consistent post week by week in terms of posting that on Facebook or YouTube, whatever it happens to be. But the most important thing is making the times when you actually, you know, your time is poor as a church plant, What's it look like for you to actually make big splashes in that? And so really putting thought behind bigger campaigns as you roll out to keep, you know, particular areas in your uh, life cycle as a church, as you're kind of leading into the summer months, it might be really helpful to kind of go, here's what we've got coming up carols wise or trying to invite along to big evangelistic events pre-winter, trying to make those really big splashes and utilising them well. So that's going to mean putting a lot more effort and time into those bigger splashes per se, those posts, those videos, those things that would be that richer content that's going to get people sharing, engaging, liking, creating a lot more of that community aspect of Facebook compared to just throwing stuff up willy-nilly. So, so what's the best way to get that across? I mean, I, I'm not the best photographer, as you as you know. <laughs> uh, I think I'm getting better at video. Uh, you know, do I need to, you know, have a photography degree? Do I, I need to have, you know, a great understanding of how to put a video together? You know, what does it look like to actually, you know, get what we want to get across and do that well? Yeah, use the skills within your congregation. So if there's people that are working in this area, uh, if there's people that enjoy their photography or videography, get them involved, get them to do stuff. But it, you don't want it to be such a high bar that you just kind of back yourself out and kind of go, oh, I don't want to be a part of it whatsoever or my photo's never going to be good enough. You're better to be part of the conversation than not at all. Uh, social will continue to happen. People will talk about your church whether you're on there or not. You better be a part of that conversation and enter into that community. Uh, in the same way, so Mark Zuckerberg did a, an interview with a lady called Kara Swisher uh, in Silicon Valley. She does Recode, Decode. And a, a big thing that came out of that was his focus on groups. He really wants, you know, that time well spent is all about meaningful groups moving forward. And so if interactions are happening, social media doesn't necessarily mean, hey, I'm going to show, you know, I'm just a promotional church and I'm going to push everything out. It can be two-way, and that's actually really helpful. And so encouraging your community members at church, your congregation members, etc., to be engaging with one another can be a really healthy way of increasing the engagement that's happening in each of those posts. Now, I'm just going to be old Grandpa Derek today. I am wearing a cardigan. I do well. like Grandpa Derek. Look, this is my Grandpa Derek. One of my big problems with social media is it doesn't often reflect reality. 
So there is often this triumphalism that comes through. Uh, there's, this, uh, there's this image that everything is perfect and we are perfect. Uh, even if it's not explicitly said, the images can say it. How do you avoid that uh, in social media? We're going to take some real photos today just so you can see that this grandpa cardigan as well. That's I've just... been critiqued on my facial hair just before we <laughs> came on air. Anyway, go. I think the key one, Derek, is it is authenticity. That's what people yearn for on social. Yes, you've got the people posting their perfect lunch, their perfect photo of their honeymoon as they go, here's my Greece holiday, da-da-da-da. As churches, we've got actually the opportunity to push back against that a little bit and say, here are real faces, here are real people, here's what you could be in for if you visit church on a given Sunday, here are the people that you will meet and the conversations you have, here's the things we like to talk about and that we're inviting you to be a part of. That's a refreshing part of of social. That's Mm. the chance to actually uh, redeem it per se for for using it for, for better purposes than saying, isn't my bacon and eggs fantastic this morning? So, um, Derek, Derek, I, I, I'm hearing you just got to be yourself, mate. Don't be I'm so just, defensive. I've just got to be myself. <laughs> you just got to be yourself. Ooze. Yeah. Ooze, Ooze, Derek. Derek. That's what people need. Now, Authenticity. Take that out. Oh, yeah. Now, before you go, before you go, w- what are the rules and guidelines? You know, I'm, I'm not after a silver bullet here, but how do you actually hit the people that you're going after? Yeah, uh, a lot of stuff is tracked. So use data well. Um, think about. You know, once you actually start to post things, have a look at how it's going. Are people actually engaging with photos, or do they prefer videos? Uh, when you post comments about, uh, sorry, posts about, uh, you know, your evangelistic event, are there particular things that people are feeding back or aren't are hiding your post? Uh, you know, use data to actually understand more about who your audience is, and uh, you know, therefore readjust the way that you might post, the things you might say. And particularly in Australia, don't just focus on Facebook. That's continuing to drop off in terms of usage statistics. Um, focus on Instagram, that's continuing to grow. YouTube is really, really important. Continue to use that. Uh, and, and know your context. Again, come back to audience. You know, you might be a Chinese church where uh, engaging on stuff like uh, Weibo or WeChat yeah. or RenRen is going to be much more fruitful for you than just focusing on Facebook. And so, again, that comes back to that first point. Make sure you know your audience. That will help you. There's so many more things you can be doing. There's a lot of output in terms of social media and there's just too much. It can become overbearing. But you start with those things. Actually, know your audience wear a mission hat make those bigger splashes you'll get a lot more out of it and and get visual make sure you're asking scott for tips keep going with those photos show that authenticity of what people can expect on a given sunday so if there was one thing i've heard like six things there but if there was one thing what should you know people take away when it comes to social media in the church make sure you know your audience beautiful brilliant if you liked what you've heard today, we'd appreciate if you take a moment just to rate the show on iTunes, even leave a, co- even leave a comment. Derek loves getting fan mail as well. So uh, Derek at GenevaPush.com. Can you Derek at GenevaPush.com. I, I, w- I would love getting fan mail. Yeah, I would love that. Yeah. I've never got it before. We'll post a uh, you know photo of Derek on social media, yeah, this beautiful cardigan. Let's draw it out. Yeah. Well, thanks for joining us for another episode of The One Thing. And coming up in our next episode... How to Grow Your Own Church Planter. With our own Derek Hanna. I'm Scott Sanders. And I'm Derek Hanna. Chat soon.